How's it going, guys? We have a past level question of pharmacology for step one and step two. Okay, so I'm going to whip through these answer choices, just tell you exactly the high yield points you need to know without wasting our fucking time. So before we get started, please subscribe to my channel. I really appreciate it. Give the video a like. I really appreciate it. Find me on Instagram at melman underscore medical, M-E-H-L-M-A-N underscore medical. Links down below. Find me on Telegram. Links to the Telegram group and channel down below. Now start the clip. So 76-year-old woman. She has type 2 diabetes, systolic dysfunction, osteoporosis, managed with multiple medications. Since her meds were updated a few weeks ago, she's had a burning sensation in her chest and throat about an hour after taking them in the morning. Question wants to know which of the following agents is most likely responsible. Let's just whip through the answer choices here. I'll stay consolidated, as I just said. So let's go backwards. Verapamil, wrong fucking answer. Non-dihydropyridine calcium channel blocker works on nodal tissue. This causes constipation. Okay, so iron tablets and verapamil are two high-yield agents that can cause constipation. Verapamil, not classically used in patients who have heart failure, okay, can sometimes be used for rate control and atrial fibrillation in patients who uh, cannot be on a beta blocker. In this case, wrong fucking answer. Spironolactone, wrong answer. Although it can be used in heart failure, uh, its classic side effect is gynecomastia. Okay, it's anti-androgenic. It's a long discussion. Okay, I talk about heart failure medications in my farm modules, which I'll actually link below as well as my Anki decks. But uh, for heart failure, you're going to use an ACE inhibitor and ARB first. Then you're going to add a beta blocker. You can add furosemide, a loop diuretic, which does not decrease mortality, but used for fluid unloading. Then you can add spironolactone. Then you can add uh, the combination of hydralazine and nitrates, the combination. Then you can add digoxin, does not decrease mortality. And then you can go to implantable devices. In this case, wrong fucking answer. Nifedipine, wrong answer, not classically used in patients who have heart failure, okay? So I just listed off medications, that classic uh, ascending pyramid, okay? Nifedipine's not on it. Nifedipine, as well as uh, hydrochlorothiazide, thiazide diuretics, are used in patients who uh, have hypertension, who do not have heart failure, do not have prediabetes or diabetes, okay? No cardiovascular or atherosclerotic or cerebrovascular disease, okay? Medicine 301 stuff for family med, okay? So it's mixed up one step two. Nifedipine causes... Peripheral edema slash fluid retention, extremely high yield, okay, for USMLA. So we said nifedipine, diadropyridine acts on arteries, it's arterioles, it's going to uh, decrease afterload, causes dilation of the arterioles, causes fluid retention, peripheral edema, verapamil acts on nodal tissue, this causes constipation. Metoprolol, wrong answer. So beta blockers, as I said, used in heart failure. Uh, Beta blockers, you could be aware, can cause sexual dysfunction, okay, an issue in men, can also cause depression, okay? I mean, there's some debate in the literature as whether it's going to be beta-1, beta-2, non-selective, like propranolol, that are worse in causing depression, but the point is you can be aware uh, on, the, on one of the psych forms for 2CK in particular. They'll say patient was started on a beta blocker about eight weeks ago and now has uh, symptoms of depression. You need to know beta blockers can cause depression, okay? Wrong fucking answer. Captopril, wrong answer. So obviously ACE inhibitors we use for heart failure. Captopril, not classically the first agent we use. Uh, interestingly, if we go back into the Medicine 301 stuff, it's not a big deal. USMLE won't obsess. It's just to my observation across NBME forms that USMLE likes lisinopril, okay, as a classic agent that's used for heart failure, as well as carotid stenosis. Captopril has a role in hypertensive urgency. Okay, once again, USMLE is not going to obsess. I'm just telling you just peripherally. So of course, ACE inhibitors can cause dry cough, and they can cause uh, edema uh, in terms of, uh, sorry, angioedema, avoid in patients who have hereditary angioedema. So dry cough, 
angioedema, not peripheral edema like methadone, angioedema, so swelling up the face lips. Uh, can also just cause hyperkalemia. Okay, anything that interferes with RAS, spironolactone in theory could also cause hyperkalemia. <clears throat> Let's just keep moving through. Alendronate is our correct answer. Bisphosphonate. Okay, so mechanism of action you need to know for step one is bisphosphonates inhibit osteoclasts. Okay, so calcitonin, endogenous hormone, inhibits osteoclasts. Alendronate, exogenous agent, inhibits osteoclasts. So for osteoporosis, we're going to do weight-bearing exercise first. Then we're going to do calcium vitamin D. Then we can go to a bisphosphonate. Alendronate is the one that tends to show up for osteoporosis. I've seen pubmidronate show up for the treatment of hypercalcemia. So for hypercalcemia, you're going to do fluids first, IV saline first. Then if you add an agent, you're going to go to a bisphosphonate. I've seen pomidronate. I've never seen calcitonin as a correct answer for hypercalcemia treatment. Uh, bisphosphonates, every fucking student obsesses over osteonecrosis of the jaw, exceedingly low yield. Okay, I mean, it's it's weird. It's a... Uh, it's very obscure, okay? Like OMG, osteonecrosis of the jaw, okay? But it's low yield. What's high yield is that bisphosphonates can cause pill-induced esophagitis. So it can be burning in the throat. It can be actual ulcers, okay? So patients need to stay upright after taking the medications, drink lots of water. So pill-induced esophagitis, bisphosphonates, as well as potassium supplements. So when you do the Family medicine forms in particular, they'll tell you like patients on alendronate is on potassium supplements, and you're like, well, she's on two of the medications, okay? So that's pill induced esophagitis. The answer will be drug induced esophagitis. A carbose, wrong answer. So this is just an alpha glucosidase inhibitor, uh, not often used for type 2 diabetes, can cause diarrhea, okay? Uh, you could just be aware miglitol, carbose are extra agents for diabetes. You know the deal. I'm going to continue to make more content. If you like my stuff, subscribe to my channel. I appreciate your time. That's it.